I went live a little too early. This is an awkward moment, everybody. Shit, why am I talking right now? I'm going to have to edit that. Fuck me. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. It's nice to have you with us. Are we going to get back to doing daily? I'd hope so. Hopefully, if I don't close any more deals at my job job, and then I don't have any sales to work on, and then I don't make any money, I will have the time every single morning to put this together. Because that's really what gets in the way, is that every once in a while, you actually have work that you got to do. And then you realize when you're briefing in the morning, your work's not getting done. So you're like, you know what? I got to wake up early and get my actual work done. Next thing you know, it's been a whole week. You haven't briefed at all. And you know, you, you just, you're not enjoying your life, but hopefully we'll be back to daily briefings or at least for a little while. The news is good. As long as the news is good before we do get into the news though, are there any engineers listening to the show that might be able to come over to my apartment and tell me why it still feels like winter in here? I mean, I feel like we're in April. I've survived winter. There's no reason why my unit has like retained the cold of winter that it's now spring and it still feels like winter in here. Why is it colder inside my apartment than it is outdoors? Is this going to last through the summer months so that I don't have to pay for air conditioning? Maybe that's a fair swap. If you're out there and you understand the way apartments and windows and buildings, Fat Dave, where, where are you at? You were supposed to come over here and build me a shed so that I could eat cookies indoors inside of an indoor shed. That was our deal. And for people that have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, you know, show up to our event in Florida because we're going to be building sheds. All right, let's get into the news. Uh, maybe we can we can make that an event at, uh, at Top Lobster's Ranch. We could build the shed that will be my indoor setting for Run Your Mouth. And then we could figure out how to ship it at a later point in time and then actually just leave it on Top Lobster's property. All right, let's get into some news topics because there's a lot going on today. Uh, starting with, are they getting ready to recall Biden? I I, I mean, or they can't leave this guy out there too much longer. I mean, yesterday they uh, they got him shaking hands with thin air. He's making eye contact with ghosts. He's turning to the lizard people to his left, shaking their hands and going, hey, did I give a good speech? Now they got the bunnies after him, which you got to you got to wonder that. I mean, that's got to be the biggest question on everybody's mind. That's going to be the thing everyone's talking about in the media today is have the bunnies defeated the lizards and who is really running the deep state? We all saw those bunnies going after their working Joe Biden at that party. We saw what was going on. We're in a new era now. I think the bunnies are what's running the whole system here. All right. What else do we got on the docket for today? You can take your masks off on planes, but what about your pants? And if we're improving flights, will someone ban children? Last, with the Fed talking about aiming for a soft landing, are they in fact saying that the economy is crashing? Dude, they had a whole article in the Wall Street Journal today with different patterns of the way that they might be able to land this thing softly. And then, of course, you got Jerome Powell, who is all like, hey, listen, the inflation, it's only transitory. And, you know, we're going to be able to hit our targets. And we've got right now it's like, yeah, well, don't worry. I mean, it's complicated, but we can figure out how to how to crash this thing in a way where it's a it's a soft crash. And, you know, only some people realize that they're going to be out of work for the rest of their lives. And some people realize, ah, they got to go move back in with their parents. And then other people realize, oh, I got to get divorced because I married this guy. And I thought he was going to be one of the people that wasn't going to have to live at home. I thought I picked a winner here, but I didn't realize that the economy was just one big old bubble inflated by the Fed. And that, uh, you know, I actually married one of these losers. That's what the Fed does to people. You know, you think you've picked a winner. Little do you know that you're just in a bubble environment. Next thing you find out, this guy's actually a loser. And now you got to get back on the slut market, start sucking some dicks until so you can find a new winner. I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Uh, and then lastly, I'm working on getting testicle tanners for some report store. That's the latest uh, news from uh, Tucker Carlson. If you're tanning your testicles, you can get some more testosterone. And then you can be one of the new winners in the new economy. You can make sure that you got testicles that are so perfectly well kept that they deserve the sheath underwear. I mean, sheath, they'll, they'll sell underwear to anywhere. You use promo code RYM, you get 20% off. And I don't even want to do a sheath ad right now. It's enough It's enough branding. I mean, I love Robert. He's a fine sponsor. But I got to plug my tour dates. They're right there. Uh, RobbieTheFire.Eventbrite.com. Show the fuck up. Summer Porch Tour is in session. Kickoff party at Top Lobster's Ranch. Are we going to be shooting guns in the afternoon at a lake? Hell yeah, we are. Are we going to be drinking all day, seeing if we even get through these shows? Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait till after the shows to really ramp up. But it's going to be a live podcast with the uh, Tower Gang Pod. Clint's going to be out there. Uh, I'm going to be out there, which is obvious. I don't know why I had to say that part. And then California, uh, you got to pick up your tickets, California. I've never been to California. I know we got a big audience in California to so show the hell up. That's going to be a Brian, uh, Brian from Lions Liberty. We're going to be doing a crossover podcast. Steven, our resident non-scientist is going to be there for the live podcast. Might be some other special guests. Um, so show up, support summer porch tour. And then here's some other events, the New Jersey medical freedom, I've got shows in Connecticut May 30th, uh, I mean, sorry, May 14th at the uh, Hollow Brewery in Middletown with BK Chris, and then also Stanford, Connecticut, April 30th, we're going to be doing a uh, a Shed show, come hang out, Shed Backyard, uh, going to be a rap concert, going to be myself, BK Chris, Andy Melfinari, it's going to be a big, good, good time, Stanford, Connecticut, even if you live in the city, I would say it's worth taking a train to Stanford, Connecticut to hang out for one of the shed shows. Those guys have some of the best weed in the game. All right, here we go. Uh, so we have finally, they're getting rid of the mask mandate. I don't know what happened between two years ago when they decided everyone's got to wear masks, even if you're on a plane, which is already an uncomfortable setting. You already got to sit there crammed in. You got peoples with these huge shoulders and they sit next to you. You've got arm armchair wars. You got people, they just claim the armchair. They just, they just get their, people are, I guess they're at home the day before they're sitting there with their wife and they put a thing on the couch and they start, you know, jabbing at each other with their elbows. They practice that elbow so that they can, you know, that they can get in there and that they can take over the armrest just from the beginning of the flight. You got people who are coughing, they're sneezing. What are you doing on the plane? I mean, if we're screening for anything, it should be the guy who's got blood out of his eyes. But no, you can get on a plane as sick as you want just as long as you're wearing that mask. No one cares how much you cough, and no one cares how agitating your kid is. Your kid can just sit there. There's nothing worse than a kid without headphones. I just want to say it right now. Of all the characters on a flight and all the terrible things that people do, there's nothing worse than the parent that gives a kid some fucking tablet to listen to the same song over and over again without headphones. And then that's the moment where you're like, why can't a stewardess deal with this one? Where is the son of a bitch on a plane that's going to stand up and punch this kid? Because I'm not going to be that person. All right. Anyways, they finally got rid of the masks. You don't have to wear masks. I don't know what happened between two years ago and today that they're finally deciding that the CDC didn't have the authority to do it. I don't know if other branches of government are going to stand up and go, oh, the CDC can't torture you and ruin your lives, but maybe we can. And then they'll pass the law. And then all of a sudden that will get struck and down, struck and down, struck and down. New organization stands up and goes, no, I'm the person that can agitate everybody. I've got the authority to do it. And then that gets struck and down. Why does it take so much time for these things to get struck and down? Why is no one ever held responsible? Am I going to get a uh, a payment for all the times I had to sit on a flight and they illegally 
forced me to wear a mask. Also, hopefully this gets all these fucking bitches off planes. And when I say bitches, I mean these fucking thin women who sit down and go, oh my God, you're wearing a Trump shirt. You know, Trump, he caused global warming. He single-handedly is trying to ruin the economy and he's trying, not the economy, he's single-handedly trying to ruin our planet and make it hotter and that's going to cause death. So you're wearing a shirt that's pro-death and no, I won't get off this plane. And yes, I can talk to him that way because he's wearing a pro-death shirt. So hopefully all those people, they'll just start staying home. Maybe the worst of society, the 10% of people who are still thinking that the coronavirus is going to kill them, it's going to ruin their lives and everyone needs to still be wearing masks. Maybe they'll just stay home. Maybe this is our way of taking the worst of society and making sure that they can't leave their houses. Because who needed those people? Those people have never been fun in their entire lives. Maybe if there's a complaining convention, maybe if there's a convention of, hey, who wants to sit here and rat on your neighbors? Maybe these people can get together and they've got their own little version of fun where they get to be psychotic around each other and enjoy themselves. But for the rest of us, they're just ruining the party anyways. If anything, they're just showing up and saying, hey, everyone should be here and then letting homeless people in just to shit all over the place. So maybe this is the best thing that's ever happened is what we need to do is actually ramp up more Corona fear and less laws about Corona. So that way, the worst of society just stays home in fear and the rest of us can go about living our lives, enjoying ourselves. All right. So here's a direct quote uh, from from an article uh, addressing the fact that, uh, you know, with the federal mask mandate has been uh, taken away and it doesn't seem like the airlines care to enforce it. It seems like the airlines understand that uh, they want profits and nobody in the market wants this, uh, which we'll see in a couple minutes. But, you know, before we jump ahead, why don't we read this direct quote from an article? Pisaki told reporters during the daily briefing that administration officials are still reviewing the ruling from a federal judge in Florida, which he called disappointing, and that we will continue to do everything we can to burden the American people without scientific evidence. Due to the newest ruling, we may pivot all of our resources into Dicks for Kids, which is our new initiative of unfounded in science, where by rule of law, we seize confused kids and swap their genders. It looks like that may be the easiest route to disturb the population as global warming isn't on the table right now. It is a good thing that I don't actually write for a living that I just talk because even when I read back my own, I'm like, I really should have paid attention in school between the fact that I can't even read what I wrote that well. And all right, wait, here's another direct quote because I didn't write that. That was a direct quote from the article. Here's another article. The CDC recently extended the mask mandate for public transport until May 3rd to allow more time to investigate the Omicron subvariant known as BA2. The rule was previously set to expire on April 18th. They then called China and said, hey, we're going to need a more deadly variant. This one isn't cutting it. All these people, there's just cases. There's no death. We can't enforce mass mandates. And then China responded and they're like, listen, we're trying to starve people in Shanghai. We don't have any. We can't be making any viruses right now. And then the Americans had to respond and go, are you sure you can't get us a new version of the virus? Because we got Fauci on the news. He's talking about the fact that there might be new variants. We're, we're, we're having a hard time scaring people into continuing to take this thing to start to question our CDC authority. And China's like, listen, we're really working hard right now to starve some people in China. And then, all right, they're like, all right, we'll call up Ukraine. We'll see if maybe uh, maybe the biolabs in Ukraine can get it to us. Now, of course, people are criticizing the judge that made this decision. They're going, this was an unqualified judge appointed by Trump, the youngest ever. And I want to know if the liberals are trying to say that women can't make good decisions. You've got a young lady here. 
a supposedly brilliant lawyer, worked for Clarence Thomas. And are you trying to say that women shouldn't be judges? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying that this was a bad decision? Or are you saying that our court system is so dishonest that all of the applications are actually just politically motivated? Like there is no law. There's no interpretation of law. Even this, it should be illegal. We're going to have to challenge it. The only reason why the mask mandate went away, it has nothing to do with the CDC. It's got nothing to do with maybe them overstepping their authority. It's got nothing to do with the fact that maybe there isn't even good evidence that the masks work. Also, the fact that if we voted on it, everyone would be like, yeah, I don't want to fucking do that. And you opt on whether or not you fly in a plane. So you can leave it to the airlines to actually just make a business decision of what do people in the market prefer, sitting on an airplane with a, with a mask or not. And once again, if you like the mask, you can just wear it. You can put on your own mask. You can get 14 N95s and put that thing on your face and, and barely even be able to breathe. You could be sitting, you're spending your entire life in a panic because the information that they're feeding you and the fact that you're wearing masks that you're just agitated all the time. And so you want to figure out why am I so agitated? So then you keep thinking the gestures I'm doing are saving my life. If it wasn't for these things that I was doing and it's like a circle of feedback loop of being miserable, justifying why you're miserable, you could spend your whole life that way. Nobody's stopping you. Point being, government doesn't need to step in and create the law because if everyone is actually afraid of this thing, they could choose to wear their mask. The airlines could choose to do it. But it seems like nobody wants this. It seems like the only reason we're all being tortured and having to suffer is by government mandate. That's the only way that it's going to happen. All right. So anyway, so now they're saying what? So because this person was appointed by Trump, she's violated the rule of law and that really the law is on the side that these masks should exist. So firstly, wouldn't there be a platform for challenging it? And if that's true, don't we need a new system here? I mean, we already look at the Supreme Court and you see that, you know, the justices are appointed. And for the most part, they just kind of you might as you, you might as well just have a computer system where we go conservative or liberal based on who was in office when somebody dies. And then you can just decide the cases. They don't even need to sit there and interpret it. I know that sounds a little bit extreme, but if, if, if according to these people, they're saying the only reason that this law got overruled is that somehow the Biden administration overlooked the judge that it went to and it went to a conservative judge as appointed by Trump, then like, why do we even have the judges? Why do we even have a system of law? Or maybe everything needs to be more local so that at least you can get a judge that better represents your perspective. You see what I'm saying? It's like, if you're starting to be like, hey, every single time a judgment's given, it's because it has not a function of the law and it was illegal. Well, then we better do a serious review of this system here because then, right, there is no rule of law. It's just a function of getting the justices that represent your side of you. And if you can do that, like, then then you just get your way. So I'd like uh, some some more evidence from these people that one, are they saying that women cannot make decisions? And two, do they have proof that this judge actually made a bad decision? Moving on, it seems like even the White House is walking this one back. It doesn't look like they're going to challenge it. You know why? Because it's really hard to be the president that nobody likes and then come back out and go, listen, I'm going to force this thing upon you. When a judge already rules it to be illegal, people are on planes cheering like it, like it's New Year's. They like, It's amazing also that the pilots... Like they actually looks like they wanted to make that. Like they were so happy. They're like, oh my God, I actually get to give good news to these passengers. Usually the news is, hey, we got to circle for a while. We're out of water. The bathroom's clogged. And, you know, we're just going to be circling until we find out whether or not we can land. And that's going to be a tough job when you're a pilot. We are like, I just want to fly a plane. 
That's all. I just want to fly. I like flying. I like being in the air. I thought it would pay well. And then you realize that the corporation you work for is backed by the government. And so they get to mistreat the customers all the time. And you have to actually be the guy looking at the customers in the face when you realize we've just been circling this airport for 19 hours because it's hard to get permits and we can't land anywhere. You know, that's got to be tough on a pilot's soul because the pilot, I think the pilot's a good guy. He just wants to get you there. But then it's like he knows what the airline's doing to you. You show up and they can't open up the door. You thought you were going to get on the plane with the bag, but then it turns out that you were going to gate check it. But they didn't really gate check it. They actually sent it to that thing. So now you got to walk around with all those other schmucks and look at the circle, look at the circle, and your bag's not coming. Everyone else is getting their bag, but somehow your bag is this even the right plane? Okay. <laughs> what else do we have on this story? Uh, so here was the footage of the announcement being made on planes. And isn't it interesting to see that when you leave things to the market, how many people actually want and don't want these things? Let's look at the celebrations. People were taking their tops off. They were peeing into bags like it was Times Square. Uh, all right, let's watch. April 18th, the Biden administration announced that the Transportation Security Administration will no longer enforce the federal mandate requiring masks in all U.S. airports and onboard aircraft. Doesn't it feel like we won a war? It's like we just want to announce that we defeated Hitler and there will be freedom. Uh, and when you land, there will be virgins there that want to have sex with you. I don't know why they have to be virgins. Who wants to deal with that mess? You know, just just give me a slut. That's that's the better way to go about it. Um, all right. That's enough for this topic. And then, of course, the White House goes, all right, listen, the law was illegal and we're not going to challenge it. But we're still going to urge travelers to keep wearing masks after disappointing reeling, which really is the, the entire contingency of support for Biden and the Democratic Party. It's just whiny bitches. That's it. It's the people that go, well, you know, you still you should do it. It just it, I feel like you should. It's just it would be it would be a nice move. I, I know that it, I know that it's not comfortable to wear it, but I just think it's the right thing. It's going to be old grandma's getting onto planes and going, you you should all still be wearing your masks. You really it, it's just it's the right thing to do. All right, let's take a couple comments and then we can go into our next topic of the day because we're not done with the show. You know how many more topics I got coming at you? There's all sorts of stuff going on here. All right, we got Dave, uh, Sarah coming through with a hell yeah. I got Kelly, Kalisa, judges that represent our perspectives would be excellent. It's a novel concept. Dirty Mike, I was thinking the same thing. Virgins, fuck that. Good. We're on the same page here, buddy. Uh, all right. And before I move on to my next topic, why not take a moment and plug Yo Kratom? Because if you're looking to celebrate your freedom, the fact that you can get on an airplane without a mask, get yourself a whole kilo of Kratom. You can just show up. They're not taking, they're not seizing Kratom at the airport. You can just show up with a big old bag of uh, train wreck, start handing out pills to everybody. So you're on a plane, you might want more than one pill because a plane is a single pill is perfect if you're over the age of 21 and we're not endorsing drug usage in any capacity. But I can tell you a single pill, it's like an Adderall. That thing, get you calm, focused, you're going to get some work done. I've actually never taken more than one train, right? Because I like it for that capacity. I think you take more, it might kind of calm you down and uh, maybe even make you kind of sleepy. So if you want to show up as the hero 
of the fact that people don't have to wear masks on plane and go, this is incredible. We get to enjoy fresh air. I mean, there's no fresh air on a plane, but we get to enjoy not having masks around our faces. Well, here I have some Kratom in order to celebrate this legendary decision. And guess what? I went to YoKratom.com. So I got a whole kilo of these things. You go to other places. I couldn't afford to bring a kilo for the whole plane. You know, and Clyde, like, if you've got snacks, you better have snacks for everybody. So you're showing up to places with Kratom. You want to make sure you got enough Kratom for the whole class. The only way you're going to be able to do that is you go to realkratom.com, home of the $60 kilo, you get yourself a kilo of it. All right, let's move on. What else do I got here? Oh, this was the last one. BuzzFeed.news, a federal judge in Florida has ruled that the CDC's mask mandate in airports, transit hubs, and public transportation is unlawful in order that it be struck down. That wasn't necessary. We already followed, we already covered that. All right. So now we're on to fear the bunny people, uh, which I would like it if every single White House, everything just had these bunny people because they're, they're funny to look at. Kind of reminds me of Trigger Happy TV. You guys remember that show on Comedy Central? If you don't remember that show... Go to YouTube right now. Stop listening to me. You don't need to listen to me yelling. You need to go watch Trigger Happy TV. Trigger Happy TV was a damn funny show. Uh, I wish they would bring it back. It was dude. It was very ADD friendly. And they used to do this stunt where they would dress up, uh, dress up in like these kind of uh, the, the the bunny costume type shit and just have fights in public. Uh, or I, you guys would remember the show. Here was the prank that you guys remember for the show. It was the guy with the giant cell phone. Uh, and he would go into like quiet locations, do 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 do, and he go, "What? I'm trying to talk on the phone. No, I'm in an elevator." The, my favorite sketch that they ever did once was uh, this guy who was running a scuba stand, and he was signing people up by a, like a lake for scuba sessions, and then behind him they were just pulling up dead bodies. <laughs> Of people and they go, no, 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 like, eh, don't worry, their suit failed. It's no big deal. Yeah, 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 it happens sometimes. Um, but it seems to me that whatever person is usually at these events going, hey, no questions, no questions, but things over. So they were doing this thing and they realized, oh my God, Biden, this man is fully dementiaed. We're waiting for the midterm elections to be over so that we can finally recall him. We know that the American people won't tolerate this man just not being available or in sight. We can't just delegate the duties to other individuals. So we've got to just keep up appearances between now and the midterm when we can finally recall this person and go that it was recent cognitive decline. When he was running, it wasn't cognitive decline. Maybe maybe they'll let him serve out a full term. We're going to find out about that. It's hard to know just how dementia he is. And at some point with dementia, you got to take the keys. Someone's got to step in. They got to take it away from you because no one ever admits their own demise. That's not the way it goes. You end up making errors so bad at work that someone's got to go, all right, no more going to work. In my grandfather's case, this is a true story. My grandfather had to finally retire his partner, which sounds way cooler than it is. That sounds like you put a fucking bullet in the guy's brain. Not that cool. Lawyers, uh, he worked with a judge, and the, the final moment was when that judge showed up to a court case without his teeth. <laughs> he showed up to court. He had left his teeth in the office. And then finally, my grandfather had to sit him down and go, hey, I got some bad news for you, but you can't practice anymore. And then that was when that guy retired. My grandfather, his whole legal career said, listen, I'm going to work until the day comes that someone has to do for me what I had to do to judge zone. And someone steps in here and goes, all right. And then that's what happens. You, you end up a couple of sloppy briefs. Someone goes, all right, I think uh, you're going to the people need to see another lawyer. And then they take away your car. And then the next thing you know, you know, 
then then like it's almost like when you write down an asset uh that then you, people start to actually accept the reality uh and you move on you start making other arrangements uh so in this case you know they're out there they're doing the bunny thing they're realizing there's going to be access to joe biden people might actually be able to ask him questions and he's going to respond to the questions and we can't have that there's cameras everywhere we the next thing you know putin's going to say biden's going to say that we're invading Russia, or he's going to say, yes, I got to work with this Zelensky guy. That's where my family profits are coming from. Or he could be like, Hey, listen, I got my orders from China. I got to make sure that, uh, that the U S dollar collapses. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth. Right. And so they got together and they realized we got a tough day. And so the person who's always going like out of the room, out of the room goes, I'll get in a bunny suit. That's what he goes. He goes, listen, I can get in a bunny suit. And they're like, all right, we're going to need three bunnies on the president at all times. So here we go. We've got some footage of Joe Biden. He's at the event. He's trying to have a nice old time. And here's the bunny people corralling him and making sure that he can engage with people. So that was the first incident. Someone's talking, and then the bunnies come. Hey, no, no, no! You're not. You're not allowed to talk. You're the president, but you're not allowed to talk. We gotta get you out of here. We gotta go. And uh, Clint, you guys should go follow him. He actually had a hilarious tweet because Joe Biden does make a hilarious face. When he goes, oh! And I think his tweet was something along the lines of the uh, the lines between acid trip and dementia is very thin. And it's true. You look at this and you actually it does look like a bad dementia moment. I actually think Biden's kind of being funny here because it's annoying when you're an old man and you're supposed to be in charge of the country. And then people are telling you that you're not allowed to give your opinion on anything. Make sure to keep your mouth shut, read your lines. And you're like, is this really the way I want to spend the last two years of my life? If anything, like that's the thrill of it. You get to be old and now all of a sudden you're like, this should be a superhero for people with dementias where most people, they go, oh shit, you get dementia and that's it. They go, they put you away. But this guy is the one person who overcame that and had so much power that he still got to do what he wanted. He still got to run his mouth. And we're all about running our mouth over here. We can support an old guy, the one guy with dementia who gets to keep on going, keep doing stupid shit. All right. And then here was the other video. This one uh, just as bad. Um, it, it's a little blurrier, uh, but here we go. People at home, I'll give you the play-by-play. -play. So Biden's out there, he's in the stands, and then person comes over in the bunny suit, waves at him, because apparently that's the signal. That's how you get Biden's attention, and you keep it friendly. It's with the, it's with the overhand wave. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> this should be our lives now. How much better would all footage be in politics if there were always people in these Disney World costumes uh, giving the president signals, you know, to make sure that he's not talking to people? All right. Uh, moving on. I think I had one more topic that I wanted to cover and that'll be the end of our episode. But let's uh, before we transition, let's dip into the comments here. Uh, see if anyone had anything going on. Uh, we got Dustin Rothbard using words that I can't repeat onto the podcast. Uh, so you know what? We're doing a Yo Kratom, Yo Delta episode. If you guys are coming out for summer porch store, show up with the Yo Delta, bring those vape pens. Those things are perfect. You've been drinking all day. All of a sudden you're like, I got a show and I'm out of it. You hit one of those vape pens. That's going to get you right back to even. Let me tell you, I like the hybrid pen. Uh, but also you guys are, I'm, I'm a lightweight. You guys are better stoners than I am. You get those gummies. They ship them right to your house and get a big old bag. If you're over the age of 21, those things are going to fuck you up. You don't, you don't need real. Dude, I don't even like real weed anymore. I know that's a tough call. That's a hot take, and I'm going to explain it right now. 
I like real weed if someone else is rolling the joint. I'm so lazy. Like, I actually don't like the ritual of packing bowls, going outside, smelling like weed, being on my porch. If for some reason there's an evening, firstly, if I'm actually getting really high, I prefer the high of a gummy, uh, like an edible. But then on the same note, if I'm smoking, I'm good with the vape pen. I'm good with it. I don't have to pack the bowl. I just press the button. It's nice and light. It's even. It's good time. There you go. YoDelta.com. Promo code RYM. There's a discount code on that one. Um, all right. I'm having a hard time telling who's the bad guy uh, when it comes to this uh, Florida, the Florida uh, rejecting math textbooks over critical race theory supposedly being in the books. This is from NPR. Uh, Florida rejects 54 math books claiming critical race theory appeared in some. Let's read two quotes from the article. Of them, 28 were rejected because they incorporated prohibited topics or unsolicited strategies, including critical race theory. This was later in the article. This was a claim from DeSantis. Among grades levels, 70% of the math, uh, among grade levels, 70% of the math materials for kindergartens through fifth grades were rejected. 20% of the materials for grades six to eight were rejected. And 35% of materials. Now I want to know what specifically was rejected. What were the math problems? I know I said this yesterday, but I got more punchlines for it. What specifically was in the book? Is it like, let's say you have one penis and then you decide you want to be a lady. And so you go and you get gender care. How many penises do you have left? Or is it a man owns 12 slaves? He whips six of them. The ancestor of them still live in poverty. You've just immigrated to the country and had nothing to do with the structural system of slavery. How much of your income do you owe to black people? Like what specific problems were in these books? And I can't tell who the bad person is here because this is from uh, a local news station, but I want to read a piece of this. We did not get specific examples of prohibited material the department found in these those textbooks, however. The governor had suggested earlier in the day the information may not be available. Right now, what's in their textbooks is considered proprietary information, said DeSantis. State Representative Angie Nixon was at the governor's press conference at the UF Health Jacksonville Monday morning. I'm really trying to figure out what in the world could be happening in math problems that could be considered critical race theory, said Nixon. She characterized the government's comments as essentially just take my word for it. So what is going on here? Do you actually have textbooks with CRC in it trying to get past all of us that don't want that in our schools and going, hey, maybe I can sneak this into a math textbook. Is there subliminal messaging in our textbooks? Is that why school had me all antsy? Because I, my brain picks up on the subliminal messaging. I knew something was wrong. Everyone else is sitting there and they're just studying math. And I'm looking at these problems and I'm going, something's fishy about this. I can't figure out what's fishy, but something stinks. Maybe that's why I wasn't a good student. Maybe if we go back and we look at our textbooks, there was all sorts of subliminal messaging in there. That's actually a good premise for a bit. Um, anyways, I can't figure out who the asshole is here. Is it that DeSantis is trying to pretend like there was this information textbooks? Does he have a deal going with another textbook manufacturer that he's just trying to reject the competitions? Uh, or is there actually subliminal messaging in our textbooks? All right, last story of the day. This one caught my eye. Or maybe it's not the last one. Uh, but this is apparently the new CEO of Twitter uh, hasn't even started his job. And then he left and realized that he wants to go work at CNN. So this is from The Week magazine. Let's read this. Just two paragraphs. CNN's new CEO leaves Twitter arguing it can skew what's really important. The new boss at CNN's first order of business is logging off. Chris Licht, incoming CEO of CNN Global, said Monday he's leaving Twitter before starting his role at the network. 
Twitter can be a great journalistic tool, but it can also skew what's really important in the world. I'm logging off and looking forward to work with the incredible team at CNN. The decision came after the New York Times recently updated its Twitter policy with editor Dean Bakewith saying a presence on the social media path for it will now be purely optional for journalists. We can rely too much on Twitter as a reporting or feedback tool, which is especially harmful to our journalism when our feeds become echo chambers. There you go. The guy was going to go work at Twitter, and then he realized, I prefer to work at an organization that is more co uh, committed uh, to propaganda. I, when you're over at the Twitter, there's still elements of the free market. You're at risk that guys like Elon Musk might step in here and get in the way of what you're trying to do, which is controls people's thoughts and minds so that the economy can collapse around them. And that we can pretend that as long as you're wearing masks and you love communist Soviet regimes and that there's global warming, everything will be fine and things will just keep getting worse around you. But just be committed to the cause. As long as you're committed to the fact that centralized government can step in and heal us and save us and not be too upset when they violate the law and make you wear masks on planes for two years and Fauci still gets to keep his job. I mean, we're going to need the best and the brightest really solidifying and working at single institutions that are committed to the propaganda goal. Because if we don't, and this thing starts collapsing around us and people realize, hey, I can opt out of the system. I can go buy myself some Bitcoin. Why am I keeping my, my money in a currency that allows the global elite to, to go to wars and just steal from me and props up the banks? People might start figuring this shit out. And so we're going to need our best and brightest all working together. And I don't think Twitter's the place to focus my efforts. I think CNN's going to be a better home for me. All right. And then, uh, oh, I actually have more news stories here. I was getting all hyped there. I thought that was my big closer. We got more left. Um, oh, no, I don't have to read that. That's not that interesting. Um, oh, yeah, I had something on uh, alternate side parking. You guys don't care about alternate side parking. We could save that for a while. I'll yell all sorts of things about the sheds and the alternate side parking and trying to battle people and being in your car, knowing that you got to pee, not knowing where you can pee. All right, guys, that's going to be our episode. I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed us. Uh, I don't know why I left this comment on the screen the whole day. To, to be clear, I didn't read it. I, I, I'm not going to censor the comment. But on the same note, I guess I did censor the comment. There you go. Look at me. I'm a censorship shill just like everybody else. You see that, YouTube? Don't be taking me down. I didn't use inappropriate language. I recognize the fact that it was inappropriate. I actually put that up there as a lesson to everyone in the language that they shouldn't be using. All right, guys, everyone, Summer Porch Tour, show the fuck up. Show up for Summer Porch Tour so I don't have to sit here and wonder whether or not people are listening, whether or not people are buying. Just get your tickets ahead of time. That way I can go, look, this thing's sold out. We're going to have a party. And these things are going to be fucking fun as fuck. Are you kidding me? You're going to be, if you live in Florida, it's a Saturday. You got Saturdays off. Drive the two hours, show up and fucking shoot guns with us, drink beers all day, laugh at my jokes, be there for the live podcast, you know, get in on the orgy. I'm not going to be taking part in the orgy, but you know, the, the tower gang pod, they're really gay and they don't get to see each other that often. So tonight's going to be the night where they all plow each other's asses and they're looking for other assholes to plug. You can get in there. Uh, Clint's going to be teaching dance classes. Um, that's going to be fun in the afternoon and we got all sorts of things planned. So there's going to be arts and crafts. I'm going to hopefully get a booth so that you can, uh, tan your nuts and then walk, leave as an alpha male. Uh, and then of course, California, that's going to be a good old time. And I got more summer porch tour dates coming your way. There's definitely one for Denver. There's definitely one out in, uh, uh, Oregon and, uh, there'll be more coming. And uh, other than that, I don't think I have much to say, but, you know, hopefully I don't actually have to make any sales at my job and no one wants to buy our product. And then we can get back to doing this every morning. So, you know, 
that that that's the goal. That's the goal is that nobody buys stuff for me. So I don't have to write contracts in the morning. And then we can brief. We can brief every day. This could be you and me, baby, every day, briefing our lives away, just making sure that we're informed and that we get all the lunacy out of our brains so that we can continue our work day. Uh, that's it. We did it.